the art of listening. Now, everybody, everybody thinks they can listen, but can you really? Do you truly understand what it means to listen? Now, everybody can hear, but can you listen? Now, you might be asking, what is the difference between hearing and listening? You know, hearing is something that you can do, but you may not understand what, somebody's being, what someone is saying to you, even though they're speaking the same language. You're focused on something else. You're focused on something inside of your mind. Even though you can hear them, you're not listening. Listening means that you're able to quiet down the voice inside of your own head. You're able to block out the thoughts that are running through your head as somebody else speaks. Now, right now, as I speak, you might be having a whole bunch of thoughts going through your head about today or tomorrow or something you want to do later, maybe something that happened a week ago, and you're not really listening to what I'm saying. You can be hearing me, but if I were to ask you to repeat back, repeat back to me what I've just said, maybe a minute ago or five minutes ago, you wouldn't be able to. That's because you were hearing me. This is what a lot of couples do in a relationship that puts a lot of stress and anger in, in both individuals in the marriage. You're not really listening. Listening means to shut down the inner dialogue inside of your own head to a point where you can feel what the other person is saying, where you can hear their tone of voice. Because there's a million things that you can say verbally, but the tone of your voice truly gives away what you're really feeling and thinking on the inside. Your body language can give away what you're thinking and feeling on the inside. And sometimes the words that you don't use and the silence in between when you answer or maybe you pause when answering, those silences speak volumes. Now, if you're someone who has learned how to listen, you're then able to pick up on these things. You're able to pick up on the body language. You're able to pick up on the tone of voice because so often people live inside of their own heads so much that all they care about is themselves to a point where they're not willing to shut down the inner dialogue inside of their own head when somebody else is speaking. Sometimes you might be speaking and then when somebody else wants to speak, it's like pressing pause on a tape recorder. And when they finish speaking, you press unpause and go right back to saying what you were saying originally without hearing what they were, you weren't listening to what they were saying. You did not listen to their tone of voice. You did not listen to the words that were not spoken. You did not look at their body language. And all of these things are subtle clues. Less than 10% of what we communicate is said with our words. We communicate so much with the tone of our voice, our eyes, our body language. And, you know, if you're too busy thinking about yourself, you're not going to take the time to listen to what somebody else has to say. And you can poison a relationship, people, with that. That can poison it big time because a relationship is a reflection of you. If you want to, what people think a marriage and a relationship is this magical world that you step into. And because you're in this magical world called marriage, that love will conquer all. Your marriage will last forever because you've stepped into this magical world called marriage. And marriage will look after you. And the marriage will look after itself. Well, the fact of the matter is, a marriage is a reflection of you. 
How you feel about yourself on the inside is your contribution to a marriage. If you don't like who you are, then that negativity that you feel on the inside is your contribution to the marriage. You cannot make a contribution of the fake you, the part of you that when you're out with your friends or on a first date or a job interview, you sit up straight, you smile, you pretend to be something you're not. That's the fake you. You can only put up with that. You can only fake that for so long until you eventually get tired. And when you're married, you do become tired where you don't want to have to act 24 hours a day. Yes, you can act on a couple of dates here and there, but to be married to someone and to be with them 24 hours a day, eventually you're going to stop being the fake you and start being the real you. And a lot of people end up separating, saying, well, my spouse changed. They became an alien. They became someone different. Well, the fact is nobody changes. They just start being the real them. And ask yourself, how do you feel on the inside? Because... How you really feel on the inside, minus your denial, minus your, your lies, that's your contribution to the relationship. You know, a relationship is not going to last just because you want it to, not just because marriage is in this magical world that you step into. You give to your marriage. Your contribution is you and your spouse, is their, their contribution is the real them. Marriage, love is like fire. The more you understand it, the more you can harness it and use it to your benefit. But the least you understand it, the more it can just burn you and it can get away from you. A lot of people look at love as something that they want to get into because they don't like being who they are. They don't like their childhood. They, don't, they want someone to distract them from themselves. But in order to make a relationship work, you have to be at peace with who you are First, when you're single, before getting involved in a relationship, because if you don't like who you are, that negativity is going to poison the relationship. You have to be at peace and be friendly towards yourself. And if you marry someone who's at peace with themselves, then together you can walk side by side instead of leaning on each other. Because two people cannot walk, lean on each other and walk forward. You're just going to fall and you're just going to fall down. And then you're going to blame the other person for not holding you up. Well, you were holding them up. And they're holding you up. You're going to fall down. That's why you have to be happy with who you are to a point where you can walk straight. And your spouse can walk straight on their own. You can never look at your spouse to make you happy. Your spouse is never going to make you happy. Only you can make yourself truly, genuinely happy through self-acceptance. Accepting yourself for being immortal, accept yourself for making mistakes, learning from your mistakes, going out and trying something and failing again, but knowing that's okay because you're going to try again. And if you fail for a third time, try a fourth. Don't never give up on trying just because you failed the first or second time. And it's important to like who you are. When you are comfortable and at ease with who you are, then the relationship is going to benefit from it. You know, a lot of times people are afraid of getting hurt, so they're afraid of giving the real full them. They're afraid of giving the full 50% of who they really are. Because people feel that the more you give, the more you get hurt. So the less you give, the less you get hurt. 
But in order for a true relationship to truly be what it should be between two soulmates, you're going to have to give 50% of who you are and the other person gets 50% of who they are. Now that takes risk because there's a chance of getting hurt if somebody leaves, but you're never going to experience a true relationship unless you both give 50%. If somebody gives 40, you can't give 60. You can only give 50. And when somebody else holds back, you're able to sense it. You can feel it inside. You know there's something missing. When you give your full 50 and the other person gives 30 or 40, you can sense it. You can feel that the other person isn't giving and it, it, it hurts you inside because you're willing to take the risk, but they're not. And that does cause pain. If, if you want to be happy, you both have to give 50% because when one person holds back, it's going to make the other person long for you. And they're, they might end up wanting to leave. You know, so, but this is going to take a lot of work and we could talk about this for a lot longer because we could talk about relationships for a long time. 